Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, December 3rd. Holding nothing back. Today's scripture reading is found in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 11-21 through 21 from the Message Translation, which reads, God said to Samuel, listen carefully. I'm getting ready to do something in Israel that's going to shake everyone up and get their attention. The time has come for me to bring down on Eli's family everything I warned him of, every last word of it. I'm letting him know that the time's up. I'm bringing judgment on his family for good. He knew what was going on, that his sons were desecrating God's name and God's place, and he did nothing to stop them. This is my sentence on the family of Eli. The evil of Eli's family can never be wiped out by sacrifice or offering. Samuel stayed in bed until morning, then rose early and went about his duties, opening the doors of the sanctuary, but he dreaded having to tell the vision to Eli. But then Eli summoned Samuel. Samuel, my son. Samuel came running. Yes, what can I do for you? What did he say? Tell it to me, all of it. Don't suppress or soften one word, as God is your judge. I want it all, word for word, as he said it to you. So Samuel told him, word for word, he held back nothing. Eli said, he is God. Let him do whatever he thinks best. Samuel grew up. God was with him, and Samuel's prophetic record was flawless. Everyone in Israel, from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south, recognized that Samuel was the real thing, a true prophet of God. God continued to show up at Shiloh, revealed through his word to Samuel at Shiloh. This is God's word. Two things stand out to me as we cap off this week with Samuel, which is admittedly just the start of Samuel's story, but then I rather enjoy tarrying with young Samuel, the older version with the capability of literally hacking an enemy to pieces with a sword, or who when summoned from beyond by a desperate king arises not with, Hineni, here I am, but a grumpy, why have you disturbed my arrest? Well, he's just a bit off-putting, isn't he? So for the moment, I'll stay here with young Samuel, just a bit longer with his posture of waiting, yielding, attentive responsiveness with that slight edge of apprehension because he's not exactly sure what's coming next. An apprehension that was justified as it turned out because this was no bedtime story that God came to read. Or if it was, it was one drawn from the unedited pages of the Brothers Grimm. Which is observation number one. A slight edge of apprehension is fitting in any and all Hineni moments for the simple reason that though they may be nudging us to a welcome awakening, that awakening can and often does have the edge of a hard reality that will probably have us wishing we could just go back to sleep. God encounters aren't all fun and games and aren't intended as a personal thrill. They're generally calling us to engage in the hard realities of the moment. In this case, the hard reality of an imminent judgment on a corrupt priesthood. This might be a classic Sunday school story, but this is no Sunday school assignment. It's more like ushering the grade school child into a graduate level task. And he aces it, 
He holds nothing back. This is what Hineni moments ultimately require of us, a nudge towards a welcome awakening in which we hold nothing back, in which our verbalized here am I is fully actualized, as called for in the moment. And it may not be pretty or fun, but it will be good. And the second observation, God kept coming back. Having found someone who would actually listen, God kept showing up like God did in the beginning, in that garden in the cool of the day. We are more than messenger boys. We are sons and daughters, and this Papa will always keep coming back, nudging us awake, summoning us to life, empowering us for the edgy hardness of each and every moment. Hineni, I'm ready, my Lord. So as you pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder this. How often do you experience the call of God within as an up-close, tender, intimate, by-name presence? Why can this be so elusive? How do we cultivate this as our default experience of the divine? Open my eyes that I may see glimpses of truth thou hast for me. Place in my hands the wonderful key that shall unclasp and set me free. Silently now I wait for thee, ready, my God, thy will to see. Open my eyes, illumine me, spirit divine. Open my ears that I may hear voices of truth thou sendest clear. And while the wave notes fall on my ear, everything false will disappear. Silently now I wait for thee, ready, my God, thy will to see. Open my ears, illumine me, Savior divine. Hineni, I'm ready, my Lord.